You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. All right, my dear friends, welcome back to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. We're going to have a special segment now on short and sweet, but maybe short and sad on the month of Av. The month of Av is the month that we're in right now. It's the fifth month of the Jewish calendar when we start from Nisan. So Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, Tammuz, Av, the fifth month. And it's the 11th month from Rosh Hashanah. It's always in the July-August time of the year. And it is also called Menachem Av. Menachem means consoler and Av means father. And although our temples were destroyed in this month, and many, many other tragedies, as we'll mention soon, occurred during this month. Our Father in Heaven is there to comfort and console us. And therefore, when we recited the monthly blessing, welcoming in the new month, which is tomorrow going to be Rosh Chodesh, tomorrow Wednesday, that when we called out the name of the month, we call it out as Menachem of, not just of a time of tragedy, but also that Hashem is there with us to remind ourselves that Av means also Father. And Hashem is there with us. There are 30 days in the month of Av, and the zodiac for the month of Av is Leo or Aryeh in Hebrew. Those of you who are familiar with my name, hello everybody. So this month is the month of the lion. Our sages teach us a very amazing statement that the lion, the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar, came under the constellation of lion, Leo, this month, and destroyed the lion of God, Jerusalem. Right, The symbol of Jerusalem is a lion. So that the lion, Mashiach, shall come under the constellation of lion and rebuild the lion of God, rebuild Jerusalem. And the Talmud relates that Mashiach is born on the very day when the temples was destroyed. Now, does that mean that Mashiach is actually born on the 9th of Av? Because the Talmud says that then you can just go look around who was born on the 9th of Av and you'll know who Mashiach is. Well, that's not what it means. What it means is that he, they're appointed their job. Mashiach is alive today. We have to understand that. There's a person working, walking around the earth today who is Mashiach. What does that mean? That means that as soon as Hashem pages them and tells them, okay, it's time to reveal your special powers to the world, he will do so. And he'll go to the roof of the Temple Mount and he'll call out to the world, my dear sons and daughters, it's time for your redemption. So Mashiach is appointed his job on the ninth of Av. He's born from the tribe of Judah, whose symbol is a lion. And this teaches us that the tragedies and suffering associated with the ninth of Av will turn into joy with the coming of Mashiach. Mashiach, although there are so many tragedies that happen on this day, but also our Redeemer comes on this day as well. So some of the events that occur during the month of Av. So the nine days we know is the morning period between the beginning of the month of Av and the ninth of Av. So these nine days, these nine days of mourning, which begins tonight, so tonight after sunset already, we don't eat meat, we don't drink wine, except for Shabbos and special celebrations, like we mentioned previously on the Living Jewishly podcast, where we learned the laws of the three weeks. We outlined this, that a bris, a pigeon haben, 
and the completion of a tractate of Talmud are all celebrations that warrant a special feast with wine and meat. And like the halacha said last week, for the celebration of the completion of a tractate of Talmud, you can't just randomly go to a restaurant and anyone who's there, okay, come join along for the completion of the tractate, and now you can eat your meat and wine. It has to be someone who you would invite to a completion of a tractate of Talmud, even if it wasn't the nine days, and allowing them to drink wine and meat. Okay, we also refrain from washing clothes, except for those of a baby, wearing freshly laundered clothes. Dangerous activities, we avoid all dangerous activities. According to most customs, we don't swim during the nine days. We don't do extreme sports during the nine days. So if you want to go bungee jumping, if you want to go skydiving, great, not during the nine days. We have really bad luck during these days. Okay, it's not a time for extreme sports. You wanted to go ATVing and things like that, go after Tishabuff. Bathing for pleasure should be avoided. Any type of pleasurable bathing. Remodeling your home, not a good time. Unnecessary travel, not a good time. And we postpone the sanctification of the new moon till after the ninth of Av. And the Sephardi communities only do all of these things during the week of the ninth of Av, which next week would be the week of, not this week, to many of the Sephardi communities. But I recommend that every person consult with their local bona fide rabbi, learn about the customs of your place, of your family, of your heritage, and observe them. On a spiritual level, we also take time to increase our mitzvah observance and our performance of kind deeds to improve the world, to get the world into shape so that we should be worthy of having Mashiach come during this time. So some of the things to know about this month, the first day of the month, which is going to be tomorrow, is the only yartzeit, the only day of passing explicitly mentioned in the Torah, and this is in the book of Numbers, chapter 33, verse 38, on the death of Aaron. Aaron died on the first day of the month of Av. Aaron, the first high priest, the brother of Moshe and Miriam, passed away at age 123 on the first of Av. On the fifth day of Av is the yard site of the Arizal HaKadosh, or Isaac Luria Ashkenazi. The Arizal was born in Jerusalem, and he spent many, many years in Cairo, Egypt, learning, and then he moved to and passed away in Tzfat, in Safed, and he was known, he was regarded as one of the most prominent Kabbalistic figures. Jewish mysticism was brought down into this world through the Arizal, his writing. Okay, on the 9th of Av, we know, is a fast day from sunset on the 8th of Av. So next week on Wednesday night, the fast begins at 8.19 p.m., in Houston, Texas, and the fast will end at 9.01 p.m. the following night, the following evening on the 27th of July. On Thursday evening, the fast will end at 9.01 p.m. It's a 25-hour fast. It's the second most serious fast at just after Yom Kippur. It's a day of terrible tragedy, a day of remembrance of the destruction of both temples the sin of the spies. The morning continues until noon on the 10th of Av. So even though the fast ends 
the morning doesn't because the temple still was burning till midday on the 10th. So even though we don't listen to music during these three weeks, that law tells us till after Tisha B'Av, till noon the following day. Um, and the same is with meat and wine. You don't break your fast on meat and wine. It's till the following noon on the 10th of Av, which would be Friday this year, 2023. Also, the Jews of Betar were killed on the 9th of Av. In year 1290, the Jews of England were expelled by King Edward on the 9th of Av. In year 1492, the Jews of Spain were expelled on the 9th of Av. In 1942, the deportation of Jews from the Warsaw Ghetto to the Treplinka extermination camps began on the 9th of Av. And many, many, many other terrible, terrible tragedies befell the Jewish people on the 9th of Av. We read the Book of Lamentations. We're going to do a separate episode next week talking about the the actual day of the 9th of Av. The prophet Jeremiah records the imminent destruction of the first temple and the exile of the Jewish people. And that's what's recalled... In the Book of Lamentations, we read that every single year on the 9th of Av. Now, the Shabbos prior, which is going to be this Shabbos, is called Shabbos Chazon, the Shabbos of vision. Chazon means a vision. On this Shabbos, the reading from the prophets begins with the words Chazon Yoshiyahu, the vision of Isaiah regarding the destruction of the Holy Temple. And we learn that every Jewish soul has the ability to have a vision into the future to see the third temple, and to hopefully inspire us to commit our lives to be filled with mitzvahs, to be filled with Torah values, to have a Torah lifestyle, and to turn this vision into a reality of goodness. So it's a time to reflect, it's a time for us to take accountability, and it's a time to hopefully connect on a much, much higher level, to bring ourselves to a place where hopefully our temple will be rebuilt speedily in our days. Because as the Talmud tells us, in every generation that the temple isn't rebuilt, it's as if it was destroyed in that generation. We should merit that hopefully the the temple be rebuilt speedily in our days because hopefully we are going to demonstrate and we are going to show how we are worthy of having a temple rebuilt in our days. Amen. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcasts.com.